This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English, episode number 223, baby, oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to Boom Boom Cannon about hiking. If you don't know what that is, we try to understand ourselves what it is basically, but basically it's a bit of a long walk. In fact, we actually use this in English. If, for example, you say to me, how far away is the shop from here? I might say, hmm, it's a bit of a hike. It is actually a long walk. But whilst talking about hiking, we also tell stories about um, an emotional burglar. Remember, a burglar is someone that comes to your house to steal things. How maps and underwear are connected. The difference between cows and bulls. And also talking to your mum about effective sperm. But before we start, there is a quick announcement. I have now started a Rock and Roll English newsletter. That's right, baby. I'm going to send you an email every few weeks to let you know what's going on in the Rock and Roll English world. Share some vocabulary with you. Share some stories with you. And at the end of every email, I'm going to share one of my favourite songs with you. So if you want to be part of that, go to the website and there is now a button to click on. The website has been updated finally after only four years. Anyway, here is the conversation with Boom Boom. I will talk to you all again at the end. Remember to find all the vocabulary at rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 223. But in the meantime, happy listening. Boom Boom Cannon, how are you today? I am good, Martin. How are you? Always fantastic, Boom Boom. Always fantastic. Um, this is the first podcast we have done, actually, since I've become a father, isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's the the first time we've, we've even spoken, actually. It is. And the strange thing is, we've just had a 40-minute pre-podcast <laughs> conversation. We didn't even mention that. <laughs> no, we, we spent a lot of that talking about football. Yep, exactly. Footballers from the 90s, the important things, yeah. things that we've never spoken about before, obviously. So, uh, yeah, it was a great pre-podcast chat. It was. It was. So let me let me ask you, how how is it being a being a dad? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I mean, what what, what can you say in that point? I mean, it, I'm a, rubbish. <laughs> more than a one word answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's rubbish. Yeah, it's terrible. Don't do it. Don't do it. Change my mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I would say it's all right, which remember, I've mentioned this on the podcast before. If an English person says it's all right, that's a way basically to say it's great because, mm. you know, you, even if you say to someone like, you know, how are you? All right. No one's ever going to say fantastic unless you're doing a podcast and you're doing and I say always fantastic. But except that no one would say fantastic. You would say all right. Yeah. Um, anyway, boom, boom. How do we usually start the show? With a review. Do you think we have a review? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, you're right. Um, it's a, a Facebook one. Still very good. iTunes are preferred, but Facebook are very good as well. And it's from Guzel Kuznetsova. Um, as always, apologies mm. for the pronunciation. I'm going to guess you've you've not quite nailed that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Good try. I <laughs> You never know. You never know. I, I, it could be the perfect pronunciation, but I very much doubt it. Boom, boom, used a nice sound. You've, you've not quite nailed it. So nailed it. You haven't done it perfectly. 
which probably you're right. Um, And it's um, short and sweet, lovely. And it just says, this is the only thing capable of waking me up in the morning. Marvellous exclamation mark. So very good. That's I'm still happy with that. If I manage to wake you up in the morning, I don't know if you use this as an alarm. I would hate to hear (laughs) my voice as an alarm clock. That would be horrific. Yeah, it sounds pretty bad. It does. I must admit. But was it uh, five stars? Oh, yeah. Five stars. So that's the great thing about reviews. Five stars. You can write absolutely anything you want. Um, But very happy with it. So thank you very much, Guzel, for your um, review. So on to today's show, Um, I have actually told Boom Boom what we're talking about today, um, which is hiking. Okay, so if people are not familiar with hiking, well, in fact, I don't really even know what hiking is. It's kind of going for a walk. But I (laughs) was asking myself, what kind of constitutes as a going hiking? Um, Maybe you can answer this for us, Boom Boom, because for the last two weeks, you know, I've been asking Boom Boom. He's a big name at Rock and Roll English. Like, are you free? Generally, we can only record at the weekends. But Boom Boom's been hiking the last mm. couple of weekends, which I found extremely strange. <laughs> yeah, so I've been... Um, I should actually add before we get stuck into this that when you said you've told me what we're talking about, that was about 15 seconds before we press record. So I haven't re- prepared a lot of good material <laughs> just in case anyone's anyone's wondering. Um, yeah, I've been a couple of times now, uh, nothing too kind of, uh, ambitious in terms of okay. hiking. Just, just like a little hill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually not even a hill because the area where I live is very, this region is very flat. Okay. So there haven't been many ups and downs, but yeah, a couple of day hikes, kind of five, six hours. Um, oh, that, that, so, just, so yeah. Um, that that does sound like a hike. So um, basically, from what I understand, hiking is a long walk. Basically, it's, it's a walk, really, isn't it? Yeah, it, I, it, I, I, I really don't know where the where a walk turns into a hike. That's um, that's the question. <laughs> what, at what point are we saying like let's go for a walk or let's go for a hike? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think for me, where it's a hike is, for example, in this case where you asked me to do something, the podcast, and I used it as not an excuse because I didn't want to do it it was actually happening but sure if I had said I can't do the podcast I'm going for a walk <laughs> I think then I would... think it's only like a 10 minute thing <laughs> exactly it would have sounded uh just like an unacceptable excuse but as soon as I used that the hike word you thought oh fair play Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, There's some lovely term there as well, fair play, to say, right, okay, you know, I'm not going to say anything there. Um, And Boom Boom also used some lovely third conditional of um, if I had said that, like it wouldn't have been a good excuse. So I was actually going to look at the benefits of hiking and we've already got one now. It's a great excuse to get out (laughs) of doing something. If someone asks you to do something, no, I can't, I'm going hiking. Benefit number one. Okay, that that's on the list already. Um, But when you actually said that to me, that you were going hiking, just I just had this image in my mind of you wearing like a hat and some shorts, some hiking boots, (laughs) holding a map 
um, and like you know licking your finger and putting it out to see which way the wind was blowing <laughs> was was that kind of the vibe um no i wasn't wearing shorts <laughs> Did but, you have hiking boots though? I didn't because know. Because they're the worst shoes <laughs> in the world. I I think like I would rather die than put those on. They just look so ridiculous. They do. I looked into possibly buying some kind of new footwear, mm. and then on the like the, the hiking kind of trail here, it has it has a website, and it said like, you can just use for kind of day hikes. You can just use kind of running trainers, any mm. normal trainers. Yeah. Uh, so I did that. So, so it's more kind of tracksuit bottoms and trainers than shorts and hiking boots. But I'm not ruling out shorts and hiking boots in the future when I really get into this. Um, and a map. I mean, I commented on a number of times on the hike. We really should get an actual map because <laughs> I was sort of getting a phone out and it just didn't feel quite right. So it just didn't feel like it was a real hike. No, using phone. It's like modern day hiking. It's fucking bullshit, is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly and we also we stopped and uh had a chat with a couple of uh hikers actually when we when we were on the hike at an elderly couple and the chap had a really nice pair of um binoculars and i thought to myself <laughs> that's i have to get myself some of those he, he means uh, business <laughs> yeah so lovely vocabulary there he means business he really knows what he's doing he's got a pair of binoculars um, what i mean what are you looking at on the hike which you need binoculars for i think it's just part of the look like yeah i've got the hiking shoes i'm wearing shorts i've got a map i've got my binoculars like i'm a hiker baby i think it is definitely part of the look (laughs) and it was it's a look that i (laughs) that i want so (laughs) it's a good look yeah Uh, yeah it's kind of like we've done this before like real man i can imagine a real man has got a pair of binoculars and goes hiking yeah yeah Yeah, probably a few tools in a backpack just in case you know you see a broken down car or something (laughs) yeah yeah of course or like a swiss army knife to like make a fire oh yeah Um, absolutely something like that definitely yeah so um I've got some tips as well here for hikers. Okay, so if anyone's listening to this and they want to go hiking, one is be careful of dangers. Was there was there anything dangerous mm. on your hike, Boom Boom? There was actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, this sounds interesting. So actually, where we where we got chatting to this this elderly couple was actually because they they sort of grabbed our attention because the the, the route we were walking on that you had to sort of take a turn, and if you didn't take the turn, you were heading towards uh like a shooting range basically so, yeah okay yeah people shooting yeah. guns exactly. yeah i don't really want to be doing that when i'm no. going out for a long walk slash hike yeah and i mean there was really no need for this chap to to tell us this because to get to the shooting range you almost had to it was clearly out out of bounds like you had to sort of climb a fence <laughs> like walk in the <laughs> to mud. get shot yeah <laughs> yeah we were absolutely gonna turn like stick to the path you know yeah. I, was, I was absolutely happy to stick to the path well, you didn't have a map. You could have got lost, boom, boom. Didn't have a map. That's true. That's true. So he, he basically made it his business to kind of say to us, oh, you know, whatever you do, don't don't head into that area You cl- that clearly looks dangerous because just FYI, it is dangerous. It's a shooting yeah. range. Mm. Um, but so, you, you avoided yeah. you avoided it, obviously. You didn't get shot, thank avoided, God. Avoided, didn't get shot. Um, yeah, but that that was about as dangerous as it as it got. <laughs> But, Sounds um, pretty dangerous. Yeah, you, you said that you you had a quite a dangerous encounter when you um, went on a 
hike of a hike of sorts once didn't yeah um exactly um just to note on some vocabulary boom boom's used there he he mentioned the the man and he referred to him as a chap which is a lovely uh, piece of vocabulary basically to call a man and just here when he said you had a dangerous encounter like a dangerous incident let's say um yeah a couple of years ago i went um i would call it hiking with mrs r and r it was a very big hill very big hill um and then we came across like I'm not sure, I don't really understand the difference between a cow and a bull, okay? <laughs> so, I mean, it was a massive animal, yeah. and I it had horns. big horns. Yeah, it, it, so it, it yeah. had the horns, like, above its head, mm. um, and, like I said, was massive, and was just literally just standing next to us, and there were about 20 of these as well, <laughs> and I was basically shitting myself, and so I said to Mrs. R&R, like, let's go back. Like, I, I don't want to be messing around with this ball and then she, i remember she said no don't it's okay and she basically picked up a stone right and a very small stone and i said look that ball weighs about two thousand kilograms if you throw that tiny little stone at it like that's gonna do nothing we are not safe now because you're now holding a stone so is that the idea she was holding it as like it's okay because if this ball charges at us <laughs> I now have this stone. Yeah, that that, that was what I understood. And the stone really wasn't cutting it for me. So it wasn't cutting it, wasn't doing enough to make me feel safe. Um, so what we actually did, we, we actually did continue walking um, and just like the whole way looking at these I'm, I'm still going to call them bulls. Mm. Um, it could have been cows. I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, just eating grass, but uh, <laughs> it really dangerous. Definitely sounds more dangerous now that you've retold this story using the word bull instead of cow. Because yeah, yeah. When you sent me the message, you said I got scared on my hike because I saw a cow. So a cow has now turned into several bulls. <laughs> so it does sound scarier now. Yeah, maybe I'm just doing it because it's the podcast and <laughs> yeah, just trying to make it exactly. sound more interesting. But it really just walked past the cow <laughs> eating some grass. And for me, it was a near-death experience. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't surprised when you said this, knowing how scared you are of, you know, dogs and almost yeah. any other animals. So, mm. Well, m- maybe it's just one of those things, again, when you sort of think back and you don't actually remember it like it actually was. But in my mind, it was like this raging bull, like running <laughs> after us. And like we were like jumping, jumping out of the way. And then Mrs. R and R threw a stone and then all the balls died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just peep, so people know that was a joke. No animals were hurt in that hike. Okay. Of course. Not with you involved. They definitely weren't hurt. That's, yeah. And yeah. Not, not with that tiny little stone either. <laughs> <Yeah>. I d- <laughs> but believe me, it wouldn't have done anything. I think that's pretty clear. Yeah. Um, so another one here is that it reduces stress and clears your mind. So do you feel like less stressed now, Boom Boom, mm. that you've been on a couple of hikes? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I'd say it was a yeah. good, uh, good stress reliever. Um, mm. There was one section where most of the, most of uh, most of where we've walked or hiked has been quite picturesque. There was one stretch that was pretty much just walking alongside a main road. Um, it's just just breathing in that like yeah. really fresh clean air mm. in the nature that's what it's all about isn't it just next to a motorway <laughs> I, I definitely questioned at that point why am I doing this I'm just walking alongside a main road for for quite 
a while. Um, but yeah, I'd say apart from that, that stretch, it was, it was mm. a good, uh, a good stress reliever. Yeah. Okay. I, I might have to walk up that hill again with mm. Mrs. R and R because I could, I could do with that. So when I, you say I could do with it, like I really need some, something to relieve stress, you know, being a father now, I'm waking up in the night and like constantly very tired. In fact, the other night, so um, baby R&R was crying in the night and so like you know you're half asleep and you wake up obviously the first few seconds you don't really understand what's going on mainly because I still forget that I actually do have a daughter now (laughs) and I and I so I heard some crying and the first thing that came into my head was oh my god there's a burglar someone's broken into the house and and now he's crying (laughs) I thought the burglar had come into the house to steal something and then thought, I feel really bad now, and then just started bawling it. So when you start bawling it, it's like when you start crying. You know, I felt sorry for him. Burglar's having an emotional breakdown mid, <laughs> mid-burgle. <laughs> That's brilliant. He's coming in to steal the jewellery and then just started crying. It's... It's a difficult job to be a burglar, I suppose. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, so that that was the first thought that honestly did go through my head. <laughs> and then I sort of thought, it's either that or it's my daughter. <laughs> it's the <a> daughter <laughs> I now have. <laughs> so either or. Okay. A nice term. So it's, it's definitely one, one or the other. Um, and then, yeah, I sort of made the decision it probably is actually my daughter mm. n- not the burglar so so that was another uh, near death experience i suppose for me yeah yeah i guess it's one way of looking at it if it had i if it had been an emotional burglar who then still <laughs> decided to attack you despite despite being very upset yeah <laughs> an it, emotional burglar that's the thing if you do want to be a burglar if that's going to be your job like stealing things from people's home just make sure you're not an emotional person because yeah lots of things can go wrong so I, I think th- this is one of the many reasons why i, I haven't gone down the burglary uh <laughs> routes because i think i would have a, a sort of an attack of guilt mid mid burgle and just want to apologize <laughs> yeah i can imagine you breaking into someone's house and then feeling bad and then just like doing the cleaning or something and just like just leaving the house in in a better state than what you found it i'm really sorry <laughs> i shouldn't have done this um i've had a clean up so. i've had a clean up and i've left you just a bit of money there just yeah. just to say sorry for the whole thing have a nice day yeah you're the other type of burglar I think I would want, actually. I think in general, I like a career in crime. I, I get guilt, like uh, the guilt I'd be, too would be too much, yeah. Yeah. Um, so and, and another thing I have here is to, um, when you go hiking, is you have to learn um, to deal with being uncomfortable. It's just part of the part of the process. Okay. How Were you feeling uncomfortable in your hike, Boom Boom? Um Towards the end, my, I must admit, like, I, you know, I, I consider myself to be in not bad shape. Um, you know, so not bad shape, like in quite good physical condition. Yeah. yeah I've seen you with your top off, boom, yeah, boom. You're in pretty mate. good condition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, not, we're not getting any younger, but, you know, I, I hit the gym a few times a week and, um, yeah. you know, I look after myself. And I thought, oh, this, is, this is basically a walk, a long walk. How hard can it mm. be? I must admit, the last kind of, the last hour or two, I was... I was feeling it. 
my yeah. yeah sort of hip soles of my feet oh um, yeah knees I can imagine it yeah um so nice term as well that i was feeling it like i was starting to feel really uncomfortable um i imagine you had comfortable clothes though boom boom that that must be the, the secret clothes were good yeah clothes yeah. weren't a problem yeah okay so some yeah. of those jogging bottoms that you mentioned earlier. So jogging bottoms are like, you know, you might have a pair of Adidas jogging bottoms. Generally exactly quite what I have, yeah. baggy. Yeah, yeah, so baggy, like the opposite of tight, um, which I basically wear, like I was going to say 24-7, but I don't sleep in them. <laughs> but um, I wear them all day now because obviously I, I work from home. Um, and I, I was thinking about this the other day, and I, I honestly think that it's thanks to the pandemic and wearing jogging bottoms that now I do have a child because... I think they just had given that extra breathing space to like my kind of genitals. Well, what well, what did it? Because I, I never thought I, w- I would be capable of actually having a child. So mm. I think it was the just those baggy um, joggers that I use. Interesting. Interesting. Because it's the, they say like tight underwear mm. and skinny jeans, definitely, but tight underwear, but when you're going, when you're wearing a tracksuit bottoms, do you not have underwear on? Just go free, boom, boom. Okay. Go free. <laughs> no, um, I do wear underwear, but then, yeah, I, because I, in my underwear drawer, you've mm. got the tight ones mm. and then you've got the kind of looser ones. Okay. Um, and so when, before I was going to work and I had like tight trousers on, I think, right, I need the tight ones to keep everything in place. But when you're at home and you're wearing those comfy joggers, oh, really? just, 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 just let it go so free a bit. Even if I'm wearing some comfy joggers, I've still got quite tight boxer briefs like on. The- yeah, you you like things under control. You're the type type of person that goes around <laughs> with a map and like yeah, exactly <laughs> likes to feel very much in control of the situation. I like everything uh, to be firmly in place. Um, I do remember once actually during the period where uh, jeans, the jeans I wore, the jeans you wore as well. Like I think most of our sort of group wore increasingly skinny jeans for a period and. Mm. I remember my mum saying to me once, oh, I'd, I do worry about you and, um, you know, down there, if it's going to have an effect. So what, don't... Just the conversation you want to have with your mum, isn't it? <laughs> why are we talking about my genitals, mum? Yeah, why are you bringing up my, my, my ability to, you know, produce effective sperm? <laughs> let's, let's end that conversation now. But... Um, yeah, the jeans aren't quite so skinny anymore. So I hope, I hope that everything's in order down there. But obviously, I haven't, you know, um, I haven't got the evidence of that that you you now have. So yeah, just well, just six months of wearing, uh, <laughs> or, or a year, I suppose, of wearing jogging bottoms, and you will be fine. Boom, boom. Okay. All of the damage before you, uh, you can sort that out. No problem. Good Don't tip. worry. Thanks. Um, so we're going to finish on a kind of more like philosophical point, okay, where it says when you go for a hike, okay, mm. it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. Is, was, was that how you felt, boom, boom? <laughs> Did you have a destination? Was it like get to the top of the mountain and come down or just, you know, well, it's all about the journey? I'd say for us it was very much about the destination because we actually, we, like, we took public transport like away from where we live and then we hiked back home oh okay so the destination was go home yeah yeah (laughs) which was actually after a while particularly at the point i was walking alongside the motorway um was 
really quite an appealing destination. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just, I want to go home. Um, At that point, though, were you thinking, should we just get the bus back as well? Honestly, genuinely, it was really tempting. <laughs> it was really tempting. Um, because I so say that's the thing we're doing a day one. We weren't that far from home at any point. Yeah. So yeah, we, um, that, that was very tempting, but, um, yeah, no, I, I can see that it's about the journey. It's about the experience. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's about the journey. And then if you're not enjoying, enjoying the journey, just get the bus home. Just jump okay. On the bus. Yeah. <laughs> and that I think concludes our chat about hiking. Boom, boom. Okay. So, um, I hope people have enjoyed this, these fantastic tips. Thanks for your time. Boom, boom. And we'll see you soon. Thank you. See you soon. See you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was Boom Boom and me speaking about hiking. So in the episode when we were talking about the review, I said it was short and sweet. A lovely term that to say it is short, but also very good. Short and sweet. Boom Boom also used a nice term, which I forgot to highlight when he said, I should probably mention before we get stuck into this. So before we start this conversation that I only told him we were talking about hiking 15 seconds before recording. So he didn't prepare anything. But the before we get stuck into this is a lovely term. Before we really start, you know, getting involved in it, let's say. Boom Boom also used some lovely third conditional when he said, if I had said I can't do the podcast because I'm going for a walk, it would have been a terrible excuse. Lovely. But he said, as soon as he used the word hike, I said, fair play. So when you say to someone fair play, you can't argue with them. You're basically saying, okay, I see your point. Fair play. So I said that hiking is a great excuse to get out of doing something. A lovely term there, to get out of doing something. Your aunt invites you for lunch. You don't want to go. What do you need to do? You need to think of something to get out of going to the lunch. Maybe tell her you're going hiking. Um, Boom Boom also mentioned that he looked into buying some new footwear. A lovely term there, a general term for kind of shoes, let's say, because shoes in English, we generally talk about shoes you wear to work. That kind of means smart shoes. But footwear is just a lovely term to talk about everything on your feet, basically. We had lots of talk about jogging bottoms today, didn't we? So, you know, those comfy trousers you wear around the house not jeans, often the trousers maybe that you play sport in, that you wear to the gym, let's say. They are jogging bottoms in English, in British English. I have no idea what they call them in American English, but we also call them just joggers, just to be short, because jogging bottoms, that's a lot, isn't it? That's a a lot to say. We're busy people. We can't be saying jogging bottoms. So we just say your joggers, basically. And if you want, wear them when you go for a jog. Boom Boom then spoke about the man that had the binoculars and he said, wow, this guy really means business. Like he knows what he's doing. He knows his shit. And he also referred to the man as the chap, a lovely term just to refer to a man, basically. You can say, I met a lovely chap in the pub last night. He bought me a pint and he had a pair of binoculars. We also spoke about the dangerous encounter I had with some cows slash bulls. We weren't really sure. And I said, I came across a cow. The reason I wanted to bring this up is to mention how it's different to bump into. Both of them mean the same thing. Like I didn't intend to see the cow. When you bump into a 
friend. You don't intend to see the friend, but then you do. But bump into we use for people, for things, maybe an article online or a cow or a bull. You would say I came across a cow or a bull or whatever on my walk. We were talking about the horns. The horns are the things that they have on their heads. That's how you can see the difference, I believe. Then I mentioned how Mrs. R&R's stone just wasn't cutting it for me. It wasn't enough. It wasn't good enough for me to say, okay, don't worry then. We will be okay because you now have a little stone. I then mentioned to Boom Boom how I could really do with something to relieve stress. So when you say I could really do with it, it basically means I would really like that. A lovely term is, oh, I could really do with a cup of tea. Um, Then we spoke about the emotional burglar and I said yeah he just came in and started bawling it so when you ball it it's when you start crying a lot basically and I mentioned how it was the first thought to go through my head so when thoughts go through your head it's an easy term there but I'm just highlighting it to you so that you remember I then mentioned how I thought it must be the burglar or my daughter it's either or a lovely term to say it's either one or it's the other. It's either or. Boom Boom used a lovely term when he said, you know, I consider myself not in bad shape. A lovely term there to say basically I'm in good shape. And that's what English people do to be modest. You would never hear someone say, yeah, I'm in great shape. So Boom Boom very modestly just said, you know, not in bad shape. Lovely. He also used a lovely term when he said, um, you know, we're not getting any younger. That's a lovely term basically to say, you know, we are getting old now. Boom, boom. And I will be 37 this year. Shit. Um, which obviously isn't particularly young. So a lovely term. We're not getting any younger. I mean, no one is. Literally no one in the world is getting younger. Not even baby R&R. But it's just a term we use to say you're getting old in a kind of nice way. Then when he was talking about his walk, he said for the last hour or two, he was really feeling it. So when you're really feeling it, you're really starting to suffer. You can really feel the pain, let's say. And he said he had pain in the soles of his feet. So the soles of your feet are the part directly under your foot, let's say. Um, And we mentioned baggy jogging bottoms again at the end. So when something is baggy, generally clothes, They are very big, not tight. In my favourite decade, which you know is the 90s, all of the clothes were baggy. In fact, I still have clothes from the 90s of when I was probably 10, 11 years old that are too big for me now because they were so baggy back then. Anyway, remember, all of this rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 223. And remember the newsletter if you want to hear some rock and roll news. If not, I will see you again in two weeks for another podcast. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.